My name's Jack and welcome to the weekly roundup called This Week on Premier Skills English. In This Week, we've got lots of interesting words and phrases to help you talk about football in English. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can also visit the Premier Skills English website at www.premierskillsenglish.britishcouncil.org where you'll be able to download the podcast. On the Premier Skills English website, you can read the transcript and join the Premier Skills English community by completing a language task in the comments section. This will really help you remember the new words and phrases from the story from the Premier League. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about one of the most exciting fixtures of the season, the North London Derby. The phrases I'm going to talk about are Ahead on goal difference A psychological advantage To scrape a win A beautifully crafted set piece The rivalry escalated banter and gloating, and to whip someone into shape. Listen out for this vocabulary in the story. After the story, there'll be a short language focus and then there'll be a language challenge for you to complete. And then at the end of the podcast, there'll be a new football phrase. But before that, I want to look at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear it last week, here's one more chance to guess now. Last week's football phrase was an easy one. I wanted to know what type of goal Harry Maguire scored in the 150th anniversary Heritage International Friendly match between Scotland and England. Congratulations to Andre Torre 102 from Brazil. Congratulations and welcome to Premier Skills English, Ferdi Nuriana from Indonesia and also Eshabin Shabir from India. Congratulations to Viet Wingo from Vietnam, Ken from Japan, Alex from Ukraine, El Shueco from Argentina, Sat from Japan and Karim Zain from Egypt. Congratulations and welcome to Hassan 20 from Iran, well done to Hassan from Turkey, Mo Beckham from Turkey and Badger from Indonesia. You all managed to work out the phrase I was looking for, which was an own goal. Keep listening till the end of the podcast for a new football phrase. Now it's time for the story. The North London Derby Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur are set to play the North London Derby on Sunday. This derby is one of the most fiercely contested derbies in the world, and this week there's a lot at stake. Both teams are playing well and have won four of their first five matches of the season and finished the fifth in a draw. Spurs are ahead on goal difference, having scored four more goals than Arsenal. 
but the teams are level on points in second and fourth place. A win on Sunday will give the winning team confidence and that will be a massive psychological advantage. On Saturday, Spurs hosted Sheffield United. Spurs looked comfortable in possession of the ball but struggled to create opportunities to shoot. The Blades scored first in the 73rd minute and Spurs were in trouble. Then Richarlison was brought on and this seemed to light a fire under the home team. It wasn't until added time that the Brazilian equalised and then two minutes later set up Kulusevski to scrape the win. Arsenal travelled to Goodison Park on Sunday to face Everton. The Gunners dominated the midfield but found it hard to get past Everton's defence. Eventually, Trossard fired in a cracker from a beautifully crafted set-piece and the Gunners got their first victory at Goodison Park in six years. So both teams are heading into the derby this weekend on the back of good performances. Arsenal will also be extra confident following their performance in the Champions League. But it's the North London derby, so it's very hard to predict what will happen on Sunday. The North London derby is often described as one of the fiercest derbies in the world. Arsenal and Spurs first played each other in 1887, but back then Arsenal were based in Woolwich, which is in the south of the city. Spurs first played on public land in Tottenham Marshes and moved to White Hart Lane in 1899. They were well established in North London when Arsenal moved to Highbury, just four miles from White Hart Lane, in 1913. After Arsenal moved into Tottenham's territory, there was always going to be some tension. But in 1919, the rivalry escalated. At the time, neither club was doing that well. Arsenal were in 5th or 6th place in the 2nd Division and Spurs finished in 20th in the 1st Division and were set to be relegated to the 2nd Division. However, that year the FA decided to increase the size of the league. Chelsea finished in 19th that year but dodged relegation due to the league expansion and the other extra place was decided by a vote. Now, Tottenham probably thought that they deserved the place because they were in the league and, like Chelsea, could stay up. But they had to compete with something like seven other clubs and, in the end, Arsenal got the most votes and were promoted and Spurs were still relegated. The teams have met 193 times. These matches have finished in 51 draws, 61 Tottenham wins and 81 Arsenal wins. Fans from both sides remember the more dramatic results with joy and disgust. And with such a spirited rivalry comes banter and gloating that reaches off the pitch and into the community in and around North London where good-mannered neighbours become temporary enemies on Derby Day. Arsenal fans have a special celebration each year that it occurs called St Totteringham's Day. 
This is the day when the points gap between Arsenal and Spurs in the league means that there is no way that Spurs will finish above Arsenal. And Spurs fans celebrate St Hotspur Day on the 14th of April in honour of their famous 3-1 win in the FA Cup in 1991. For players who dare cross the divide and play for their rivals, derby days are particularly difficult. Sol Campbell moved to Arsenal from Spurs and was forever known as Judas at White Hart Lane. On Sunday afternoon at 2pm, the two clubs will meet again at the Emirates Stadium. Arteta's Arsenal have grown into a formidable force in English football. Spurs have had some difficult times, but their new manager, Ange Postacoglu, seems to have whipped them into shape and they're playing brilliantly. When these two clubs meet on Sunday, the rivalry will be as heated as ever and the desires of the managers will reach beyond the local rivalry because this is an opportunity for the club that wins to go ahead in the league. The phrases I want to talk about from the story are Ahead on goal difference A psychological advantage To scrape a win A beautifully crafted set piece The rivalry escalated Banter and gloating And to whip someone into shape Ahead on goal difference. If you look at the league tables on the Premier League website, the clubs are listed in order of their position in the league. This is mostly based on the number of points a team has. As well as the number of points that a team has earned, the table also has the number of matches that a team has played, their wins, draws and losses, the number of goals the team has scored, the number of goals the team has conceded, and the team's goal difference, which is the number of goals the team has scored minus the number of goals that the team has conceded. Manchester City are topping the league. They've scored 14 goals and conceded 3. So their goal difference is 11. Spurs, Liverpool and Arsenal are all equal on points as they've all won four matches and drawn once. But Spurs is above Arsenal as they've scored 13 goals and conceded five, giving them a goal difference of eight, while Arsenal have scored nine goals and conceded four, giving them a goal difference of five. A psychological advantage the adjective psychological describes things connected to a person's mind, to their thoughts, feelings and attitudes. If you're really nervous about something, perhaps about a test you have to do, then you might not do as well on the test because of your nerves. If you are calm and confident before an exam, especially an English-speaking exam, you will do better than if you're very nervous. In that way, your thoughts and feelings can give you an advantage or a disadvantage. Whichever team wins the North London derby will have more confidence in the following matches. 
which is why the win will deliver a psychological advantage. To scrape a win Normally, if you scrape something, you drag a piece of metal or other hard material over the surface of something to break off a thin layer. In the winter, I have to scrape the ice off my car's windscreen before I can drive anywhere. So, to scrape has this sense of grinding or breaking a thin layer off something. Another common use in my house describes little injuries that my boys get when they fall over or off something. If you scrape your skin, you might get a little injury. My sons are constantly scraping their knees and elbows. To scrape a win means to win, but by a very small margin. It's like you only manage to scrape victory. If you manage a, a decisive win, it's an, an easy win. Your team was ahead from the start and finished two or three goals up. But if your team wasn't dominant in possession and you only just managed to score in the last minutes of the game, then your team scraped a win. A beautifully crafted set piece. A set piece is a series of moves from a, a corner kick, throw-in or a free kick that a team practices on the training ground. If set pieces are well prepared, then they're very difficult to defend against because the ball movement is very fast as players don't have to think about what they're doing. If something is crafted, it is created by a craftsperson. A craft is the skills you need to create something. So, a carpenter is a craftsperson. They have the skills to create things out of wood. You often hear the phrase arts and crafts, and the two activities are very similar. I think all artists need to learn the craft of their discipline, perhaps drawing or painting or writing, before they can use their craft to express something through art. On the football pitch, a set piece that shows skill and football intelligence can be called well-crafted. When Trossard scored for Arsenal, it was from a corner kick that was played short and then passed between players quickly before the ball was set up for Trossard to strike. It was skillful, intelligent and elegant which is what made it a beautifully crafted set piece. The rivalry escalated. I looked at rivalry last week. It's a strong sense of competition between teams or competitors. The verb to escalate means to increase or become more serious. If something escalates, the level of that thing increases or goes up. This is why moving stairs in public buildings are called escalators. They raise people from one level to a higher level. In normal use, the verb to escalate is often used to talk about conflicts and problems. If a problem becomes much more serious, you can say that the problem escalated. Banter and gloating The word banter is normally a noun that means a kind of playful verbal attack. When people, uh, 
usually men, get together, it's common for them to mock each other and make jokes about each other. Friends tease each other, and this can sound really cruel, but it's just a bit of banter. This sort of teasing and joking is particularly common between fans of opposing teams, particularly when there is a strong rivalry. To gloat means to show that you are pleased or satisfied because you've won something, to or towards the people you've beaten. This was my least favourite thing about football when I was a kid. When I was at school, there was a lad in my class who was a huge Liverpool fan, and back then Liverpool were winning everything. Arsenal were doing okay, but if they lost to Liverpool, I knew that the Liverpool fan would be gloating all day, or longer, if the scoreline was dramatic. To whip someone into shape. I'm not sure why we say that someone, usually a coach, whips someone into shape. It means to train or coach someone so that they improve quickly. If an athlete is out of shape, they are not as fit as they should be and they might be a a bit overweight or not strong enough. A good coach or trainer will help the athlete improve their form so that they are in shape, meaning in a good physical condition. A whip is a leather rope or cord that can be used to hit people. If you flick a whip correctly, the end can move really fast and make a loud cracking noise. This is cracking a whip. Normally, we associate whips with animal trainers. I guess this is where the phrase comes from. So a trainer or coach can whip someone into shape if they help them get into shape quickly. Today I've spoken about seven useful phrases. The phrases I've spoken about are ahead on goal difference, a psychological advantage, to scrape a win, a beautifully crafted set piece, the rivalry escalated, banter and gloating, and to whip someone into shape. Listen to the story one more time to hear the phrases in context. The North London Derby Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur are set to play the North London Derby on Sunday. This derby is one of the most fiercely contested derbies in the world, and this week there's a lot at stake. Both teams are playing well and have won four of their first five matches of the season and finished the fifth in a draw. Spurs are ahead on goal difference, having scored four more goals than Arsenal, but the teams are level on points in second and fourth place. A win on Sunday will give the winning team confidence, and that will be a massive psychological advantage. On Saturday, Spurs hosted Sheffield United. Spurs looked comfortable in possession of the ball, but struggled to create opportunities to shoot. The Blades scored first in the 73rd minute, and Spurs were in trouble. Then Richarlison was brought on, and 
this seemed to light a fire under the home team. It wasn't until added time that the Brazilian equalised and then two minutes later set up Kulusevski to scrape the win. Arsenal travelled to Goodison Park on Sunday to face Everton. The Gunners dominated the midfield but found it hard to get past Everton's defence. Eventually, Trossard fired in a cracker from a beautifully crafted set-piece and the Gunners got their first victory at Goodison Park in six years. So both teams are heading into the derby this weekend on the back of good performances. Arsenal will also be extra confident following their performance in the Champions League. But it's the North London derby, so it's very hard to predict what will happen on Sunday. The North London derby is often described as one of the fiercest derbies in the world. Arsenal and Spurs first played each other in 1887, but back then Arsenal were based in Woolwich, which is in the south of the city. Spurs first played on public land in Tottenham Marshes and moved to White Hart Lane in 1899. They were well established in North London when Arsenal moved to Highbury, just four miles from White Hart Lane, in 1913. After Arsenal moved into Tottenham's territory, there was always going to be some tension. But in 1919, the rivalry escalated. At the time, neither club was doing that well. Arsenal were in 5th or 6th place in the 2nd division and Spurs finished in 20th in the 1st division and were set to be relegated to the 2nd division. However, that year, the FA decided to increase the size of the league. Chelsea finished in 19th that year, but dodged relegation due to the league expansion and the other extra place was decided by a vote. Now, Tottenham probably thought that they deserved the place because they were in the league and, like Chelsea, could stay up. But they had to compete with something like seven other clubs and, in the end, Arsenal got the most votes and were promoted and Spurs were still relegated. The teams have met 193 times. These matches have finished in 51 draws, 61 Tottenham wins and 81 Arsenal wins. Fans from both sides remember the more dramatic results with joy and disgust. And with such a spirited rivalry comes banter and gloating that reaches off the pitch and into the community in and around North London where good-mannered neighbours become temporary enemies on Derby Day. Arsenal fans have a special celebration each year that it occurs called St Totteringham's Day. This is the day when the points gap between Arsenal and Spurs in the league means that there is no way that Spurs will finish above Arsenal. And Spurs fans celebrate St Hotspur Day on the 14th of April in honour of their famous 3-1 win in the FA Cup in 1991. For players who dare cross the divide and play for their rivals, derby days are particularly difficult. Sol Campbell moved to Arsenal from Spurs and was forever known as Judas at White Hart Lane. 
On Sunday afternoon at 2pm, the two clubs will meet again at the Emirates Stadium. Arteta's Arsenal have grown into a formidable force in English football. Spurs have had some difficult times, but their new manager, Ange Postacoglu, seems to have whipped them into shape and they're playing brilliantly. When these two clubs meet on Sunday, the rivalry will be as heated as ever and the desires of the managers will reach beyond the local rivalry because this is an opportunity for the club that wins to go ahead in the league. Right, now it's time for you to think about the language again. I found examples of the words and phrases in news stories online and edited them slightly. I've removed today's vocabulary, so I want you to fill in the gaps with the language from the podcast. Number one. Liverpool fans will love McAllister and Soberslies online over shirt printing numbers. Number two. From Rocky Balboa to Batman, watch your favourite characters get in the 25 best training montages in movie history. Number three. The Eagles against championship side Stoke City with a scrappy victory. Number four. The Australians steered in from a after the hosts had to weather a first-half storm of pressure from Graham Alexander's men. Number five. Andy Murray believes Novak Djokovic created a for him by winning matches in which he was facing match points. Number six. Three wins from the last four games sees cobblers only outside the top three places on from Carlisle United. Number seven. It's time to take a trip down memory lane and reflect on how Brighton and Palace's Leave your answers to the language challenge in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website. Now it's time for this week's football phrase. This week's football phrase is In the story, I used the verb form and the noun form. This is what happens to a club if they finish the season in the last three places in the league. And this is what Chelsea dodged 104 years ago and what caused the rivalry between Arsenal and Spurs to escalate. If you know the answer, be sure to leave it in a comment on the page for this podcast on Premier Skills English. Before I finish, I'm going to go through the answers to last week's language challenge. Number one. Gerard Butler, the Paisley-born Hollywood action star, was pictured filming himself singing Scotland's national anthem before the 150th anniversary Heritage International friendly match. Number two, in a dramatic high school volleyball match, Springfield defeated Shelbyville in three tightly contested sets. Number four, farmers from all over the country were galvanised into action by 
either joining the protest or organising a series of demonstrations. Number 4. The Premier League might have the Manchester and Merseyside derbies, uh, along with matchups like Brighton v Crystal Palace, but the EFL has some fierce, fierce rivalries across the board. Number 5. Don't call her an underdog. This 13-year-old boxer, Beth Harris-Smoke, is a wolf in the ring. Number 6. As the Premier League returns this weekend, the flamboyant Frenchman has adopted a characteristically bold new hairstyle. And that's all I have time for today. Before I finish, I just wanted to say that I hope you found this podcast useful and I hope all of you stay fit and healthy and safe. Bye for now and enjoy your football. 